0: Many thanks to the organisers, and just to say what a pleasure it is to give a talk in such a wonderful building. Um, Without any consultation actually with Chris, I think, I'm hoping my talk will nicely dovetail. Where he was talking about disorders of cortical visual systems, and the loss of colour vision, face recognition and so forth. And I'll be talking about the interaction of vision with attention and what happens after regions of the brain that are concerned with how we pay attention to the world can be affected and I'm going to talk about one particular disorder um, which is called unilateral neglect or half a world in in different surveys but in around as many as 60% of stroke survivors there can be some degree of neglect that is failing to notice Objects on one side of space, and this is typically the side of space that is on the opposite side to where the lesion has been. Curiously, it's most often found after damage to the right side of the brain, and so it's probably as frequent after right hemisphere damage as language problems would be after left hemisphere damage. And so patients would fail to notice stimuli on the left side due to the right hemisphere brain damage. And it's an important disorder because actually it's very predictive of often making a bad outcome for patients. So long-term rehabilitation on many demands may be made by the kind of problems such patients have. There are many anecdotes about neglect, um, many of which occupy Oliver Sacks' books to some degree, where the patient may, for instance, Uh, Fail to eat the food on one side of the plate or in uh, some more subtle uh, clinical tests the patient may be asked to uh, place the sweets on top of the cake here and you can see that they've gone completely to one side of the cake and neglected and missed out items on the bottom left hand side It's a disorder that doesn't only affect vision, but probably affects a whole number of different senses where the stroke survivor may become bodily oriented over to their good side, facing over to the right and they are neglecting not only the left side of what they're looking at, but also the left side of their body and so forth. So what does this look like presentation-wise? Um, I'm going to show you a little video unfortunately it's a silent video because the the sounds aren't working on my machine at the moment but it's enough for you to get a feel for what the disorder is like This here is a, a typical clinical test would be done at the bedside with the patient where the patient has to mark all of the lines that they can see and you can see here that the patient's marked the lines on the right hand side but missed these lines down the left she's showing unilateral neglect of the left hand side. So we're going to um, take this, we're going to turn the sheet round so they now go on the good side and you'll see that she can then see them count them and then we'll just turn it back onto the bad side again and you think having been able to see them on the good side you should be able to track them and know that they're there again on the left hand side. So here we Sorry. So here we'll show the um, lines that she's crossed. We turn it round so the lines are now on the right hand side. And you'll see that she'll count them for us. Okay, so she knows this like seven. So we ask her, just hold her hand there, and we'll turn it round again. And notice that she's looking down at her hand, and able to track that. And then we say, take your hand away, and also, so she still knows where she is, now look at me. Take your hand away, look at me, and now tell me where you've missed them. And it's a remarkable thing because she doesn't know that they're there anymore on her neglected side. And she's orienting herself over to the right hand side of the page, even though cognitively she knows she's missed seven of those items that are present. Is this a purely visual disorder that she's lost half of her visual field? And I think there are a number of reasons to say not. And actually I'm very happy to reciprocate uh, Chris's mention of my my work earlier because this comes from an older study by Chris with a young neurologist Masood Hussain at the time in Oxford who's now come back as a new chair across our joint departments where the patient is asked to cancel all of the letter A's and the patient does that fine with a display like this the A's are now in the same positions in the field but the displays become a little more cluttered. What happens is the patient starts to show neglect of some of the A's in the same location. Let's make the display a bit more cluttered again. Now you start getting much more pronounced neglect and missing out items far, far away from the left hand side. This is interesting because I think it's an indication that whatever it is that we're seeing here has become compressed for the patient and that the more clutter there is, the more locally the patient's attention is going and failing to be aware of that side of space and it raises questions, I think, about what is space for the brain I think it's clearly not the case that space is some kind of blackboard that we can scan internally but space is constructed from the objects that are present there the greater the complexity the more focusing on particular objects in such cases it raises questions about why is this lateralisation in the brain why is the right hemisphere particularly important and it raises questions about whether anything is being processed on that bad side when the patient's unaware of it. And so I'm just going to briefly uh, tackle each of these questions. What is space? All patients who've come through uh, having stroke in Oxford over the last few years have received something called the Oxford Cognitive Screen, which is down at the bottom. And this is just a set of tests where we try and measure the cognitive problems that have happened after stroke. Our measurement of neglect uses this test, which is called the broken hearts test. What the patient is asked to do is to mark all of the complete hearts and don't go near a broken heart. And the patients can very quickly pick up that, they get the point, don't go near a broken heart. And so they're meant to cross out all of the complete hearts. And you'll see half of the hearts um, have gaps either on the left or right. And you can get a disorder such as this, where the patient's only gone to one side of the page But you can also get disorders like this, where the patient has cancelled across the page but marked in blue are errors where the patient has marked a broken heart as if it's complete So all of these ones are missing the gaps on the left hand side of the individual objects that is, in one case there is a neglect of one large area of space but in another case there is neglect of the space within the individual objects and not of space in front of the patient's body, for instance. These different um, kinds of neglect also map onto different brain lesions where the damage is. This is not a functional fMRI scan <laughs> So the colours here are not indicating activity they are indicating areas that have been damaged in the patients and marked out on green are the lesions that are associated with the problem in scanning across the wide area of space of the page and in blue an area that's associated with missing half of an object So it suggests that the brain is actually parcellating space into in different ways. There are problems in exploring external space linked to those green areas that have been damaged in the pensions. But there's also a parcelation of space within an object and that's dealt with in a different part of the brain associated with more posterior lesions to the backside the coding single objects. The slices of this um, vision of the brain that you can see here is of the right hand side so we have the back of the brain on the left and then going to the frontal lobes at the front. And what you can see is that these lesions are all associated with this right hemisphere of the brain. Neglect is associated with the right hemisphere of brain damage. And th- there's a question about why and what that tells us too about such symptoms. This is um, an image indicating a patient who is trying to look for the letter T And the little red marks are every time the eyes land on the image So what you see is that the patient's only looking on the right hand side But more than that, you see clusters of these fixations, the eye landing which is indicative the patient is actually keep going back to the right-hand side so they're not just looking at it once and then going off they keep coming back to those areas and that's led to the hypothesis that one of the problems that we find in such a disorder is to do with memory and that you have to have a memory of where you've been to produce the kind of construction of the world that Chris was talking about And these are some data from um, Masud Hussein looking at patients' memory So here's a very simple task, the patient has to remember the positions of the boxes Note, the boxes are on the right hand side So that's in the good field for the patient This is not where they're neglecting, it's in their good field But the patients are very poor at remembering that this box at the bottom was in the earlier uh, display. It's not just a general problem in memory. If you ask the patients to have a verbal memory, which of these numbers had appeared earlier, then they do fine. So, associated with the neglect problem and probably associated with the right hemisphere is very poor visual memory for where the patient's been attending. And uh, another um, argument about the right hemisphere is shown in these data here These are data from a a training study which has tried to improve the performance of the patients On the left hand side we have baselines that is prior to the treatment and the right hand side we have performance after the treatment The yellow boxes uh, provide uh, one measure that I hope you can see has improved when you've gone from the baseline to the treatment the lines have come kind of a bit higher. The grey lines are a measure of neglect, where you, the patient arranging the sweets on the cake, if you like, from the beginning. What's the training that's been involved here? Well, it's something quite simple, such as when the patient is carrying out the task, occasionally, <laughs> happen, and during that period, that is an arousing signal. The patient's aroused arousal system will uh, reactivate and then the patient is able to pay more attention over to the left hand side. So here by introducing arousal cues the patient has improved. Finally, and the argument here is that both uh, visual memory and control of our arousal systems may be uh, particularly specialised on the right side of the brain. Finally, there are many interesting questions about what is neglected in neglect. And this is a a little kind of anecdotal study that was also carried out by uh, John Marshall and colleagues here at the Radcliffe Infirmary at the time in Oxford. They gave the patient two pictures like this, where you can see a difference on the left-hand side, on the neglected side. The patients are asked, are these houses the same or are they different? And the patient here says, well, they're the same. Because the right-hand side of the house is the same. The patient is saying that. On the other hand, that's the more subtle question. Like, which one of those, if you had to choose one, you know, we know they're the same, humor us, point to the one that you prefer to live in, and you can guess which one the patient pointed to. Which was not the burning house. The suggestion then being that the patient was implicitly processing information but consciously ended up by paying attention to one side And in fact this idea of implicit processing I think we can see even from some of the uh, earlier examples from uh, Chris's earlier work where neglect has become worse as the display's complexity has increased Clearly the patient's visual system is sensitive to the complexity because that's what's then forcing them to pay more attention locally onto the right-hand side. So there's an argument that the visual part of the brain is responding but the attention part has become asymmetrical. So in conclusion, I think a disorder such as this one of many um, subtle clinical disorders that you can find particularly after stroke are that I think it tells us that space is not a single thing for the brain there are multiple forms of space that are being coded space across the visual field, space within a single object that what we see is actually a close interaction between our attention our memory for where we've been And also, for instance, how active and how aroused our brain is at the time. And in the conditions of low arousal, then um, we don't see as much. And finally, there can be processing without awareness. Um, There is unconscious processing, as Freud would have argued, um, but not necessarily the type he was saying, but clearly in vision. um, The visual world is being coded by neglect patients in many cases, even though they're not consciously aware. And I'll just finish with a couple of um, artistic impressions from patients with neglect, uh, indicating the, the nature of the disorder. Thank you.